And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. There's this thing on. One, two, my shake. One, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. I can't say what I'm laughing. I can't say what I'm thinking. I can't say what I'm laughing at either. Brooklyn and Philadelphia are not engaged in anything meaningful. I'm told. New York City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old shit. Look at this. Man, I can walk. Jesus. Praise Jesus. Oh, I appreciate this. Oh, this is beautiful. I can't believe it. Thank you. I just don't know what to do with Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. You are not wanted. The Celtics on fire. The Suns, best team in the NBA. It's buyout season with a Z. And Giannis, the three-time MVP. Happy Cabbage Day, everybody. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoy is producing in this corner from the hard streets of Springfield, Mass. Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book, Mr. Softy, a guide to growing up in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. It's Jay, the kid of Peloton King. Jay. We've got Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Fitty Cent, your favorite Super Bowl halftime performer. Oh, also Kendrick Lamar. Can't forget him. Kendrick Lamar had the best performance. 50 Cent hanging upside down while Chunky was the best moment of the whole thing. The, whoever decided, you know what, we've got to have him hang upside down was, Good for him. was just wild. It, it's I know he was dizzy as hell. I I know he was hurting upside down, mm-hmm. and he's just not built for that anymore. Like, at, at one point in his life, yes, that was that was him. I, I know his his music video had that in it, but not live, that, not in the year two thousand twenty two. Twenty years ago, they should have they should have wiped that out. <laughs> the, the choreographer needed to nix that one. What, what like what oh. happened in the rehearsal? They, they were. They, they must have been looking at that like, man, 
They had like they had like them uh, pit balls beneath him, so you could just fall. Yeah, they had <laughs> this, this, this is going to go foam. viral. I'll tell you that. Yeah, one. that foam thing that you do at the <laughs> trampoline park or whatever. It had to have been that. Yeah. All right. In this corner, Bay Area legend, author of two books. By the way, Jay, you were wrong. It was Snoop. He was the best. Author of two books about the Warriors and Disagree. a brand new book on sale now, Dynasties. The 10 GOAT teams that changed the NBA forever. The one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, your favorite halftime performer. Easily Snoop. Easily oh, Snoop. That, that's how you perform when you old. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Forget all the... Mm-hmm. I mean, Kendrick Lamar, it was... It was it was engaging, right? It was it was captivating. It also wasn't him. I mean, it was him, but like it was, no, it, it was, was like the, the fifth, choreography. It was the, it was the, no, it was the no, rhythmation no. of it all, right? Snoop's, like, right. Yeah, Snoop's not exactly. doing that. Snoop's not that, doing that's that. That's why I'm like, yo, you know Snoop, we have the time, man. We just like about to do our thing. To. Yeah, yeah, he just he keeps the keeps the hands high. We go two step. We gonna have my little bandana sweatsuit on. Like we chilling, man. Everybody else all dressed up. That dude had on a smoking weed on the side before it starts. Like he knew what he was doing. That's how you do it when you oh you don't hang upside down like trying to be twenty five again. That's not, agree that's not how you roll. Also, love the revelation from people like oh, Snoop got high before the performance. Of course he did. It's Snoop. It, it was it was just the, be, it wasn't that he got high. It was the way he got high. Like, well, he was sneaking it. Yeah, like sneaking it, like leaning over. Like <laughs> that was that was the funny part. Of course he was gonna get high. But, All right. but he looked like a teenager, like trying to trying to hide it from his parents. He looked like uh, that time Westbrook was hiding food on the on the bench. That's what it looked like. <laughs> that is what. That's exactly what it was, right? Yep. <laughs> All right, that fulfills the banter portion of this podcast rundown. Jade, start the clock. Take one. You two, TWO, are not wanted. Lord of mercy, when is this shit gonna end? This guy. This is not my kind of guy. Following the blockbuster trade between the Sixers and the Nets, the inevitable inside the trade story was released. He's a V. Bleacher Report. According to Bleacher, the Nets, led by Kevin Durant, had issues with James Harden's effort level, conditioning, accountability, and attitude, and Harden grew frustrated by the team's playing style and Kyrie Irving's refusal to be vaccinated. Jade, burn the sage. Here's the bottom line about Harden. Okay. Can you play in an NBA final? Yeah. He did once. He was bad. Can he make a big play and do some nice things in a conference final? Yeah. Do we all forget about game seven against Golden State when he couldn't throw the ball in the ocean? He bailed on you. He did Jay Russ bail on the Lakers when they lost the Celtics year after year. Oh, Bird, Did Bird bail? I mean, Durant bailed, but at least he helped Golden State win a championship, for crying out loud. I mean, but you're looking at us. If that's oh, the oh, so you're going to tell me Harden's you're, great you're now? You're to look at me, okay? I'm the person that you got to debate with. That's number no. three. The riff reportedly began as early as training camp when Durant was disappointed by Harden's conditioning. Welcome to James Harden, KD. <laughs> Tensions also arose from on-the-court decisions as well. This guy has been playing his way into shape for nine fucking years, KD. He what came from the club. What are like you he literally, attention to? He showed up to camp from the, the club. Like, what, the, best part, the best part of that story was the idea that Nets players were pissed off that Harden was going clubbing and Oh like, my what, God! What do you mean? This These is James Harden stories, guys. All right, hold on. According to the report, Brooklyn coaches witness Harden roll his eyes when plays following timeouts were designed for Durant. And get this, guys: 
The often enabled James Harden also had frustrations with Kyrie and the team's enabling of Irving. (laughs) Who writes this stuff? Yada, yada. Where to even begin on this one? Let's just start with the TNT all-star selections on live TV last week with LeBron and KD picking everyone but James Harden. Jade, play that tape. (laughs) So uh, James Harden goes to LeBron James James as the final selection uh, of the all-star draft. Shaq. Is he? Can he? Is he? Is he? He hasn't played. Is he healthy? Who's that? James, he hasn't played. Do, he's he's like, missed. What happens if he doesn't? Oh, he got traded. He's healthy now. He's missed the last three with a with a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and now we know why LeBron carries hey, a clipboard hey, hey. with him to the uh, to the. Hey, drive. hey LeBron! Oh my God! Trust me, right man. now he's rubbing some ice and hot on that thing. He's playing the next game. <laughs> Marcus, is this trade between the Nets and the 76ers basically a swap of the two most unwanted players in the NBA? No. Rudy Gobert's in that mix. <laughs> oh, if on. you said two of the three, maybe. <laughs> come on. I, I, I do feel like there's some, uh, I don't know. It feels like there's a part of Ben Simmons that if, you know, if he's with the guy because he's going to play D, not demand shots, mm-hmm. he, like he's never going to roll his eyes when the play is going for direct, right? Like, so mm-hmm. that, that seems to make him, a little bit more amenable as a teammate, even though he's definitely got the diva tendencies. I just feel like a guy who's going to play D, pass the ball, is by and large a better teammate than a dude who wants the shot every time. But you all, you, if this fourth quarter thing happens again, they're going to yeah. roll their eyes at him so tough, right? Like, So he's definitely in the bottom five of, of, of those players just because you just don't want a guy on your team who you don't think is built like that. You right. know what I'm saying? So, but he only has one occurrence. So I'm gonna give him that. He's got he's got some redeeming value left. He Ooh, can ben? Still, yeah, ben, ben. Come on. If Ben hits a fourth quarter shot, this dude he's gonna has be been like, I told y'all the, it was Philly. This dude was Philly. running from the fourth quarter like he's Harrison Ford, <laughs> and the fourth quarter is Tommy Lee Jones and the Fugitive. Like he has been running from that quarter for like five years. Give me all the keys, sir. Me? Where are those keys at? I don't know. Care to revise your statement, sir? What? Do you want to change your bullshit story, sir? But it was. But, but I'm saying if he does it with the Nets, then it was Philly. It was Philly. It oh, him, right? okay. So then you can blame Philly. Now, if he if he blame if Joel. he does it with the Nets, now it's like you yeah. can't blame nobody else. You know, whereas right. Harden, we've seen this twice now. So blame Furkan Korkmaz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> it's all on a Joel, right? I like it's how Joel, Joel talked to Furkan. <laughs> I just like saying Furkan. Uh, Jay, where are you on the resolution of the story? Or maybe there's still more stuff that's going to come out. I don't know. It's just more proof that the Nets from the start were doomed to fail. It, it didn't have to be a vaccine that Kyrie refused to take. It mm-hmm. didn't have to be Kevin Durant getting mad at James Harden for showing up out of shape. These three guys were never going to stay together and on the same page it just wasn't going to happen and it's too bad it, it wasn't going to happen because they played some of the most beautiful basketball of the last decade some of the most beautiful basketball probably in NBA history and they just could not stay together they were not destined to stay together 
Mm-hmm. If you're getting mad at James Harden for showing up out of shape, if you're getting mad at James Harden, unbelievable. For, that's for my favorite part of the story. Flying to Vegas or going to the club or all whatever. Second like, favorite just, part of the story. That's just all part of the package. You, that's yeah. the guy you wanted your team to trade for. That's the guy you wanted to play with. Like you can't then get upset when James Harden is James Harden. It's it's just not how it works. It's like getting mad at LeBron for going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right when the when the lakers are losing like what like what do you i i wonder oh, but my man so, he, he should not have been tweeting about how the lakers should be part of the parade with the dodgers like bro you won that I mean, championship he didn't get two a parade, bro you're, you're like, not you're not parade. making a parade nobody wants you at the parade you're like 26 and 30 whatever it is nobody wants you in the parade. also also out of those three teams the rams have the only legitimate championship so i don't know what we're doing here like the Dodgers title was legit? T- no, it's a 50 game season. No, yeah. bubble champs. Yeah, get out of here, man. He, the player had COVID. He, He's like, he called him Title Town, right? Like, you're playing town, bro. <laughs> I, I would want my championship parade in LA, too, by the way. No, man. No. All, All right. right. Look, it's, look, I'm going to go on a little LA rant here, okay? As the only person in this podcast that lives there i never want the super bowl back here again ever that thing oh, i bet it was terrible oh i bet it was fucked awful. up my town like it was awful and was now awful. and the olympics are coming in a, in a little bit and it's going to be terrible it's going to be so bad i'm gonna have to move away for that month i'm just gonna marcus i'm gonna come live with you for a month because i can't come, do it come, hey, come you should airbnb that joint the Make Super Bowl ruined actually. the bank. Yeah, the bank was loot. a disaster when the Super Bowl oh, was here. Awful. So like, yeah, you, nah. you don't want the Super Bowl in your city. You just don't. It ruined the entire Especially if your city layout. is already kind of bustling, right? You Wait, really oh, don't want got it traffic, that man. Yeah, we don't yeah. need that. Yeah, it was awful. Awful. Fun time, though. Congratulations to the Rams on your pseudo-relevant uh, and uh, semi-fraudulent championship. All right, Jade. Why does everybody's championship got to be fraudulent? Celtics on fire. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. He's starting to caught that interception! <laughs> Celtics on fire. Meanwhile, on Tuesday... In Philadelphia, James Harden was introduced to Philadelphia fans wearing what I believe, I guess, was a suit or some kind of video game villain outfit or uh, someone he mentioned if sleeves. it looked like if, if they just like if someone tried to make their own clothing. Sure. So as not to enrage him to steal the jewels or else this whole thing could be a trick to divert us from his real intentions. Holy red herring. Or uh, I, I don't I don't know. Like Lego clothes? Is that a thing where you just attach arms to a to a blazer? I, he, I, he looked like he robbed a homeless man on the way to the gym. He, he, and he just, lo- just stole his clothes. 
He looked like uh, Mortimer had made a bet that he couldn't uh, turn this man's life around with for one dollar. Like that's what it looked like. Uh, and he rang in the new era by banging a miniature Liberty Bell. <laughs> for Halloween in February. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus was ragging his brain for that one, too. (laughs) He was thinking about that one for like two minutes. He went to to Philadelphia as a uh, Kingdom Hearts character. If you played that video game, it's a great reference. However, the night did not go according to plan as the Celtics blew out the Sixers. Well, hold on, Jade. I think this is a typo. It couldn't have been 135 to 87. That would be... An embarrassing amount of points to lose by the Celtics ninth straight win. Fun fact, they have four wins by more than 30 points during this streak alone. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 57 on just 24 shots. The Seas now slowly making their way up a very crowded and competitive Eastern Conference. They were top 10 in my power rankings on The Athletic this week. It was not the kiss of death, you son of a bitch, J. King. And it will make for a very interesting playoffs. Good luck to all the gamblers out there. By the way, Boston has the league's second best defense, giving up just 105 points per 100 possessions. They did, however... Lose Marcus Smart to an ankle injury in this one, so we'll have to check his status. Jay, the Celtics made some nice moves at the trade deadline. I'd love the Derek White pickup, love the Daniel Tice pickup, and really seem to be finding their groove at the all-star break. It appears for now everybody is buying in. So can this team surprise everyone, make a deep run in the playoffs? They're going to be a tough playoff out because their defense is just loaded. They have zero weak links over the last, three weeks since Marcus Smart came back from health and safety protocols. They're giving up 94.7 points per 100 possessions. Like, they are just lapping every other defense in the league. And some of that came against bad opponents. Some of it came against opponents like the 76ers, missing somebody very important. But that defense is real, and that defense is going to be tough to score on no matter who they play. And... Just the brand of basketball is different. I, I watched them and I'm like, these are not the same jabronis I was watching earlier in the season. Right. Going, falling three games under 500. Everyone was wondering, should they break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Now the ball is whipping, whipping around. The guys are finding their teammates. It's like just totally different night and day from where they were a month ago. And it's, it's, it's a wild turnaround, just a crazy in season turnaround from a team that, was really lifeless for parts of the season. Marcus, I'm going to give you four teams here in the East, okay? The Sixers, the Bulls, the Cavs, and the Celtics. Who is best built to make a deep run? Celtics. No, Bulls. I'm going Bulls. I'm going Bulls. Whoa. Nah, I don't know. Not the Sixers? definitely. I got to see James Harden first. Like, I have to, like, literally You watch saw him it. last night. That's how it looks. <laughs> I, I have to watch it first. I think they'll be great if James Harden Do we think great. the Sixers were protesting his outfit, and that's why they got blown out by 50? <laughs> I think Sixers the Seth fans Curry loss is pretty big. They're ruthless. And I want to see Harden and Maxie together. Like, to yeah. me, they've got some things to figure out, I think. Right. Uh, but the – the Celtics defense and DeMar DeRozan's clutchness, like those things, that, that's how you make the run, right? When a dude gets hot or a defense just locks in. But I, I do think 
while Boston's defense has clearly like been incredible, I think it's I think it's a bit of offense, and I think they had a bit of addition by subtraction yep. because somebody's gone, and suddenly like the ball wow, is not sticking. Bruno Fernando really going to take hits here, huh? Like this is young <laughs> man just saying, is just trying to be a big man in this league. I'm just saying, suddenly during the streak, like Derek White is taking the third most shots, and this thing I've, is working. I've been trying to tell you guys that Dennis Schroeder sucks for a while. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you guys nobody wants to play with Dennis Schroeder, and you know, it's just always like, oh no, he could be a nice addition. now, man. Nobody wants to play with him. In his defense, he was pretty good for the Celtics when they were shorthanded early in the season he shot like 36 percent when he was coming off the bench this year and especially lately it was like the team was moving in one direction toward ball movement and player movement and Dennis was staying in the same place <laughs> he just he was not a part of that <laughs> and so I, I do think they were uh they were not they, not too broken up about moving on from him at the trade deadline. Yeah, nobody was mad when he left Atlanta. Nobody was mad when he left OKC. Nobody here in LA was mad when he left. Like no one in Boston's gonna be mad that he's gone. Like it, it's crazy because they signed him to a deal that it was like you have to sign Dennis Schroeder at that price. Yeah, for sure. And he still didn't live up to the contract, and they were still would have been better off not paying him that contract. Man, he'd be a wizard right now, wouldn't he? If he had taken that extension, because they still would have traded for, they still would have traded him as part of that Russell Westbrook deal, right? Poor Dennis. Imagine, poor Dennis. Poor Wizards fans. Poor oh Dennis. yeah, I mean poor Dennis too. Yeah, uh, Marcus, with the uh, with this Celtics team, I'm a big fan of just like teams having an identity, right? Like whether I think that they can make a deep run or not, they have to have an identity. The Celtics do have an identity right now, and so I wonder, I do wonder if the offense can catch up enough to make them truly dangerous in the East. Yeah. But, but that defense, I mean, I, I imagine we can expect that they won't be the greatest defense of all the time, all time for the rest of the season, but they'll find right. they clearly are capable. So you play defense like that. You're going to be in playoff games. And if mm-hmm. you're in playoff games and you've got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I mean, you got a puncher's chance. Jalen, those, those series and, and are going to be awful. By the way, oh, they're going to be right. so ugly to watch. They're going to be oh, so yeah. ugly to watch. It's going to be nineties yeah. Eastern Conference <laughs> basketball. I already feel bad for, for Jay. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's Eastern Conference basketball, <laughs> and and then it's going to come down to me to like. Well, see, here's the here's here's the uh, the kind of like you know the juxtaposition of the the Eastern Conference kind of second tier teams. Like Chicago won't play any defense, and. They'll, all <laughs> his offense, right? You just cook yeah. Vooch on everything, but then right. tomorrow will go off in the fourth quarter and they'll win the game, right? Like Mar- so. Marcus and I were texting during a Celtics Bulls game earlier this season because they were just the both teams. Like one side was going right at Al Horford, and the other side was going right at Vucevic down the stretch, and nobody could stop anybody because they were just picking these two apart. It was so funny. Vucevic is the number one. He's the leader in the league at surviving. Man, he'll give up three points. And he'll go. <laughs> back down and he'll get that three-point play like he give up a buggy he's like nah nah buddy no, he's definitely the walking dead on defense like he's just gonna he's find a Dino way to survive defense. <laughs> <laughs> all right take three the suns are on fire out west the quiet suns continue to separate themselves from the pack they are the best team in basketball just check out my power rankings on the athletic the suns at 47 and 10 
have won six straight games in 17 of their past 18 to build a five and a half game lead over the Golden State Warriors in the battle for home court advantage throughout the postseason. They beat the Clippers 103-96 on Tuesday night. Devin Booker, 26 points. Chris Paul, 17 points, 14 assists. They played the Rockets last night, but we're recording this prior to game time, but it's the Suns against the Rockets. I think we know what happened. The Suns' biggest strength? They don't have a weakness. They are the only team with a top five offense and defense. They're extremely versatile on both ends. Chris Paul has this team humming. And man, it has been a quiet run. Chris Paul hardly mentioned MVP conversation. Also, Devin Booker hardly mentioned an MVP conversation. Marcus, are we sleeping on the Suns juggernaut? Uh, I would say yes, but for the right reasons. Uh, They're Mm. a great team. There and you know this time of year is where we focus on individuals. Like that's just what it is, right? And mm-hmm. while I think Booker is kind of being slept on from an MVP perspective, like if you watch them, you can see like that dude is the best player on that team, and the best player on the best team in the NBA is usually usually gets more MVP buzz than Booker. But what makes them great is, bruh, like this is a machine with like nine parts. That fo- that run harmoniously and mm-hmm. it's running on like electricity and not gas, right? <laughs> it just feels it feels super <laughs> smooth. It's quiet and they just click. I feel like My- Michael Bridges and Cam Johnson. I feel like they never miss a corner three. And yeah. Jay Crowder makes every shot he needs to make. Like Chris Paul gets to every spot he wants to. DeAndre was, Ayton doesn't nice, miss ever, right? That like, was such a backhanded compliment. Hold on. That was such a, we got to break this down. Jay Crowder <laughs> makes every shot he needs to make. That's still saying he can't shoot, but every once in a while, not that a man, big shot. When, you, when they need a bucket, that dude, man, he is money. It's like, yo, when, when he needs a that's bucket. Like, it's like, oh, man, he looks really good for him. You know, like this, like, oh, yeah, you look good for you tonight. Like, he shoot like thirty four percent from three, but I promise you, yeah. it's like sixty when they need that three. When, <laughs> when they, they need that, 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 three. that momentum three, like he's money on no. They 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 just hum, and that's the reason we don't pay attention to them because nobody's doing anything incredible. They're all just yeah. doing their part, and it works perfectly together. Yeah, Jay, I think um, I think part of the reason for the Devin Booker lack of MVP discussion, we'll get an MVP uh, in a little bit, but I think part of it is just that it's such a crowded field, right? Like everyone, like it's such a crowded field that I, you can't fit in everybody. Like we've had seven candidates before at various points in the season at one time. And, and I don't think Devin was even in that, right? Like this is just a deep field, but this team is as Marcus said, they're just a machine. Yeah. They're every other team is like teenagers, you know, like they're going to make mistakes. They're going to go out and do something stupid, they're, they're going to go out and get bad grades and try to hide their mm-hmm. midterm report card from their parents. Stop snitching on yourself, bro. Oddly specific examples here, Jay. I just, you know, this is... Maybe they're My man is out fo- here fo- having... Fo- yeah, Photoshop the report card. <laughs> going through some PTSD here right now. <laughs> Seduce the card. teacher. Yeah. Are you going through a scrapbook? What's going on? But, but the sons... the teacher. The sons are adults. They, they do what they're supposed to do. They take care of their business, and when it comes down to it, they get a good shot, and they do the right thing on defense every single time. Their their execution down the stretch is just silly. They are just destroying teams in crunch time. I think they're 23-3 and in games that have crunch time. 
which is just ridiculous. Like one of the best <laughs> records no. of all time. You know what they are? So they are, you're right. They're they're twenty three and three. Their their net rating in, in clutch situations plus forty six point four points per one hundred possessions. And they, dude, they shoot sixty percent. It's not a fluke. In clutch time. It's not a fluke. <laughs> they have a seventy percent. How do you shoot sixty yes. percent in clutch time? Like it's ridiculous. It's not a fluke. Like people say, yeah, the the, the numbers in crunch time. You know, the, it's it's kind of lucky. It it can go either way. It it normally goes based on how how good your team is. If you're a good team, you'll be good in crunch time. No, like those dudes just pick it up to a level that nobody else right. has been able to this season. And if you're looking for a reason why they should be a championship favorite, that's it. Because when it matters, when when they need to get something done, they get it yeah. done. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. Like I definitely. They're by far the leader in the clubhouse to win a championship to me. Like I like they're the team I would pick over anybody right now. Maybe I can be talking to the Warriors if Draymond's back is healthy, but I have some real concerns about that. Um, I just think the Suns team's be- like by far the best team in basketball. I'd put the yeah, Bucks no, up there too. I would if, say the Bucks. If you're going yeah. with, with title favorites, I, I'd probably pick Phoenix, but it, it would be mostly. I just think the Bucks have a harder road, right? Like, the East is just way tougher well, than the West well, we is for once. we don't know if the Bucks have a harder road because we haven't seen Brooklyn and we haven't seen Philly. And it's possible those teams are awesome. But I think it's possible that both those don't teams do it, Jay. just Jay, don't, aren't don't at the level out. that maybe... Don't count out the culture. Don't do it. You know why? Because I, I got a little surprise for you. Take four. Buyout season. With the NBA trade deadline behind us, we can all focus our attention on buyout season. As contenders put some finishing touches on their rosters heading down the stretch on Tuesday. Speaking of culture, Goran Dragic and San Antonio Spurs agreed to a buyout, which means he's now free and should have plenty of potential suitors. It's been reported the Lakers, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Bulls, the Bucks, and the Nets were expected to show interest. Guys, someone mysteriously missing from these reports is the city that he's just happened to and in this entire time that he has been waiting to be bought out uh, with the, you know, the Miami Heat. So I'm not saying he's going to sign there. I'm just saying it's a little too quiet on that front. We also have other notable names out there. Maybe a John Wall, maybe an Eric Bledsoe, Dennis Schroeder, Robin Lopez, among others. Jay, put your imaginary GM hat on. What team needs what player heading down the stretch to get into the playoffs? As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Everybody needs Gary Harris. Like everybody needs that Gary That would be Harris. a great pickup, man. And and here's the thing too. Like when Gary Harris was on a, a contender, he really wasn't making a difference for that contender. No, in the bubble he came back and what is it like he he started defending Donovan Mitchell and, and Donovan like at least stopped dropping fifty every game, you know? He Gary was Harris fine. can defend. I'm, I'm just saying the the buyout market year after year is an absolute bust. There's hardly ever wow. anyone. There's hardly ever anyone that makes a difference. It's like every once in a while you'll get lucky and like Joe Johnson will show up and have a good game or two in the playoffs. But other than that, buy buyout candidates are typically not helpful at all. But Gary Harris is one of them that I think could make a difference in a rotation. All right, you might be right just because I Googled just now the best buyout signings in NBA history, and the cover photo is a picture of Derek Fisher. So you might uh, see, you might be right. Like Blake Griffin last year, he was pretty Blake good for Griffin, the Nets. He, he, bu- he bucked the trend. He, he was very helpful for the Nets for a couple months before. Boris Diaw for the cliff. Spurs. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, like you've got two, two, two names over the last decade. P.J. Brown, yeah, way back in the yeah. day, made number like two one, shots. Number one on this list, and I look, I don't know if this is an accurate list, but number one is Derek Fisher in 2012. Number two is Boris Diaw in 2012. Number three is Chris Anderson in 2013. It's been a while. But Birdman was Birdman was helpful. Birdman was great, Birdman man. Was oh, my God. Eight years Bird, ago, nine years yeah, ago. Yeah, Bird, Birdzilla, man. You think Tyreek? Tyreek is coming back? Oh, Tyreek is back, right? He got reinstated. I want, like, that I don't know if I, would, if I would pick him up to, like, help my team like who knows what kind of shape he's in but mark is like maybe tyreek evans is like the big prize after goran dragic goran dragic goran Dragic, or robin lopez robin lopez would be a huge addition if if the magic buy him out did they buy him out i don't know if they did yet i don't know if they did yet but i think we got a couple of like weeks it's gonna happen yeah like this this could really have some impact on the on the the actual uh, playoffs. I mean, I think the Warriors are going to stand pat, but it's getting a little restless out here in the Bay. People want to see a big Ooh. man. They're rocking with Kevon Looney and yeah. Nemanja Bealica as the centers. Professor Big Shots. <laughs> Professor Big Shots. When's James Wiseman coming back? Where's James Wiseman? James Wiseman is, uh, he's, he's doing he just some got stuff against no defenders. He's got some five. Oh, he got some five Oh five. He's been clear for five Oh five action. Probably you'll see him and Draymond at some point after the break. They, I mean, they have to because they just don't have anybody. And right. it, if they go and get a Robin Lopez, the Bay will, you know, 
will be happy about it because people are concerned about their size. But then they might just double down on small ball and go get like a Goran Dragic and get another uh, ball handler. If, if they sign Robin Lopez, I'm going to have to move to the Bay Area for the rest of the season just to be around Clay Thompson and Robin Lopez all the time. That That's a it, buddy right? cop that would be combination it. that I a need to I need to on experience a, on a boat. Let's go! If you right? thought <laughs> Clay and Zaza was great, wait till I replace Zaza with Robin Lopez. I, I'm I'm here for Robin Lopez trying to show Clay Thompson the hook shot in practice. Like that's going down. <laughs> James going down. He, Robin Lopez shows up, James changes James Wiseman's career, turns him into the next Kareem. It could happen. It could, could happen. happen for could sure. Happen. Yeah, we'll need Fred Katz to come chronicle the whole thing because he seen, he was on the Robin Lopez beat more than anyone I've ever seen talk about any more than anyone ever has ever yeah. been on the Robin Lopez beat. Yeah, more than like <laughs> more than like when Pedro Gomez always had to report on what Barry Bonds was doing, right? Like I've never <laughs> seen someone report on a player so much as Fred Katz with with Robin Lopez. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. There's been more coverage on either Lopez brother than what Katz has done with, with Robin Lopez. Mm-mm. No, no, like, that's the that's the pinnacle right there. Yeah, Robin Lopez, by the way, former uh, teammate of Giannis on the Bucks, and brings me to take five. Giannis, the three-time MVP, which, by the way, that was my prediction prior to the season. Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 50 points on 17 of 21 shooting. 17 of 21. Pacers, get a hand up. Tuesday night to lead the Bucks to a 128-119 victory over the Indiana Pacers. The 21 attempts were the fourth fewest in a 50-point game in NBA history. Giannis, just the ninth player ever to score 50-plus points while shooting at least 80% from the field. With the 50-point performance on Tuesday, Giannis now leads the NBA in scoring average at 29.4 points per game. Marcus, bet MGM has Giannis third in the MVP race at plus 375. Jokic is 350 and Joel Embiid, I meant plus 350. He's not 350 pounds. He didn't gain that weight back. And Joel Embiid is plus 150. Marcus, you've got, let's say $1,000 of James Edward III's James Harden fit budget. Okay. Who you got? Hold on, of James Harden's fit budget? Yes. You know how James Edwards III has been trying to dress like James Harden? Yes. He's got that evident last night when James Harden he showed, didn't up, showed up to Philadelphia. That. He ripped it off some dude on the side of the road. Holy stuff! Exactly, Robin. That doesn't mean that someone couldn't break, break out. out. Telling you. Maybe he took it, maybe he borrowed it from, from James Edwards III. <laughs> don't, don't put, put my that, money on Don't put honest. that evil on James. <laughs> I'm putting James thousand dollars on Giannis, uh, and he will go sleeveless. Uh, wow, he won't have money for sleeves. Uh, <laughs> like, who is better at the league and just absolutely destroying bad defense than Giannis? Like, mm-hmm. like remember he got forty, the easiest forty four you'll ever see against the Lakers. Like, if so you don't guard this dude, he's going to put up a crazy number on you, and then we're going to talk about it. And next thing you know. The Bucks are going to be the number two team in the East, and he's got yep. 50 and 40 mm-hmm. and 55 because mm-hmm. that dude will absolutely – like he has no mercy on bad defense at all. You give him a driving lane, he's taking it every time. And don't let him be making his threes. Oh, if he's mm-hmm. making his threes, he's going for it. Uh, unlike the other night where Steph makes his first six shots and gets pulled, and he's telling Steve Kerr, I'm hot. 
like Steph, sit down. You gotta run your minutes. Giannis is like nobody. I am rolling. I'm getting. I got up it. All. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torching this team. So I'm going with Giannis. They're number three in the East right now. Chicago. They could. They could get number by, two. They can look up and be by, number two. By the by, Demar Derozan plus twenty five hundred. I do not hate that. I might put. I might put that's that great. if that's I got the thousand dollars of James Edwards he, outfit. He's been on a run. Budget. He plus twenty five hundred. Man, it's the clutchness, man. He creates yeah. those moments, dude. Like yeah. he creates MVP moments. Giannis. Oh my God. Giannis has made what he's doing too normal. Like he's he's right. leading the league. <laughs> that in scoring. is a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he's <laughs> leading the league in scoring. <laughs> he's one of the best defensive players in the world. He's averaging eleven rebounds and six assists. Yeah, like, what does this guy have to do to get more MVP buzz? Every everyone's talking about Jokic. Everyone's talking no, about hold on a everybody. Damn, else. He's won two times. He's but won I'm saying, twice in the last three years. This this season, everyone else is getting talked about. Demar Derozan is getting talked about. Jokic. Nobody has noticed that Giannis is putting together another run, and. And he doesn't have the the stigma that he had last year. He doesn't have the stink of getting wiped out in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He won he won the championship and he mutilated the Suns in the finals. On a fifty point performance to close it out. Yeah. So <laughs> th- this dude should be getting more buzz. He uh he really does just dominate dudes. It there's there must be a no worse feeling than being back in transition as the only guy and Giannis is coming at you. Like you're just going to get the more, oh, you're just going to get the more. You can't even lay him out. Right. You can't even be like, no, oh, he's bigger to... than you. It doesn't <laughs> yes, matter if you're a center. He's bigger he's, over. Remember two years ago, three years ago, he dunked on Ben Simmons. Who's six ten, two fifty, and was calling him a baby. He's a like, he's baby. a fucking baby. Yeah. 6'10", 250. And he's like, this is a child. What are you doing putting this man on me? Mouse in the house. Yeah, mouse in the house. 6'10", 250. Like, just like, that's rude. Giannis should be like, look, I'm all for Giannis doing what he's doing. The league at some point has to suspend him for bullying. Like, they just do. Like, I mean, we're anti-bully culture. That's, that's taunting, right? Like, dunking on you repeatedly is taunting. That yeah, should be a flagrant taunting. foul after, like, four straight dunks. Like, you, like that he, should be he could finger roll that mess, man. Like, you know, exactly. Just, you could you could be the Big Dipper. You could take that from Will. You know, like, you could, you don't have to be so rude all the time. Yeah, we need an anti-bullying com- campaign just centered around Giannis. It's not, it's not nice. It's rude. We're supposed to have manners in this culture. Like you can't fool us with the dumb, the dumb joke that you give at every press conference to like disarm the media and then just be rude to players on the just court you constantly some dunking on them. The, yeah, exactly. Cool Which also, by the way, was wings. rude. You should be smacking your lips into a microphone. That's not nice. We got to listen to that stuff not without later. sharing. <laughs> that was Marcus's problem. With it. <laughs> like I want some wings. <laughs> and that's you. the point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> That's also going to do it for Point of Contention. Let's get out of here. Uh, make sure you subscribe to all the shows <laughs> on the Athletic Podcast Network. No dunks. What did I miss with Michelle Beadle? You've got Warriors Plus Minus. you got Anything is Potable, Down to Dunk, Blue Guys, Sixers Beat, Forum Club, Game Notes, and everything else for Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy. I'm Zach Harper. See you next time. And subscribe to The Athletic. Per request of the Chuckster, I'm going with Fred Van Fleet. There you go. There you go. First.
timer in his Well, well Katie, I'm going to help Katie out. Katie just needs size right now to me. Oh, I think, oh, remember last yeah. time? Remember yeah, last time? Oh, remember last time LeBron said he needed size no, he needs size. Guy. No, he needs size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to need some size. Wait, wait. Yeah. Give me the... This is the whiz whiz? I got, I got, I got the whiz whiz. Whiz whiz? Yeah, not whiz whiz. That doesn't sound right to me, though. Whiz whiz. Whiz whiz. Whiz whiz. Yeah, okay. it's not whiz whiz. That doesn't sound right to me. That sounds like it's kind of shaky, you know? you know what I'm saying? Oh. Give me that cheesesteak. Thank you, Dave. What'd you say? Swiss whiz whiz? 